0: friend
1: welcome to Splained, the podcast where two best gals explain anything and everything to each other better than any man ever has
0: this week we're diving into condiments from around the world we debate over condiment versus sauce learn the origin of condiments, and discuss some weird
1: condiment combinations. Oh my gosh, how many times are we going to say that word? (laughs) Yeah, you could Google it, but isn't it more fun to learn it from a friend? I'm Michelle.
0: And I'm Claire. Wow. That was like uh, an acting tongue twister exercise. That was like combinations.
1: Yeah, I feel like this is, you know, uh, being from acting school, because as you know, from our many episodes where we mention it, we both went to acting school. I feel like this is that one word when you're in like a play where you have to say it correct or else someone might hear it incorrectly. And uh, you don't want that with this word. Right. Yeah. If you're an
0: actor and you're listening, follow through on that word. (laughs) Follow through. Follow
1: through. Um,
0: I wanted to do a little weather check because we seem to give a weather update every week. But I did want (laughs) to say it has been raining and it's going to rain more. But today it is sunny and it is going to be 70 degrees here today.
1: 70 degrees. Wow. This is a meteorology podcast now. Wow. Um, I got to say, not snowing this week, Claire. Not snowing.
0: And for those of you who don't know, Michelle's in New York. I am in Charlotte. <laughs> if you're like, wow, they're in the same place and they're giving us comments, no, we're in different places. <laughs> we're in so
1: different places. And um,
0: next week, we're going to have someone from every state in to tell
1: us all um, 50. All 50, the weather in each state. No, I'm kidding. West Virginia, where are you at? I actually think I looked at our map and there are people in West Virginia that listen to us.
0: Yeah, it's my cousin is in West Virginia. Oh, hey cousin. Nora. Hi.
1: Yeah, it's not so, it's not supposed to snow at all today. Wild. Wild for a galspane recording.
0: I did want to say what our topic was maybe gonna be. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cause I think that this is really funny. Uh Michelle was all excited yesterday and she texted me, let's make our topic disco. I'm gonna go see Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> And, you know, I haven't seen it, but I have seen clips of it, and I know a lot about it, and I'll tell you why in a minute, but why did we change our topic from disco, Michelle?
1: Okay, I actually have a lot of thoughts on this, so we'll see what I can get to in discussing it, but basically, I won a contest, like an Instagram contest to get, like, free tickets to drive in um, up in New York, and I was really excited, and we chose Saturday Night Fever because it was, like, my night off, and we all went, and it was a grand old time, and um, But that movie hates women. It. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, I, none of us, the four of us that went to go see this movie had never seen it and knew nothing about it except for, you know, disco. So we went in, pumped up, listening to disco music, uh, It's a really problematic. We did not watch the PG version because I do think there's a PG version out there. But it's, uh, it's really bad. I don't, I don't recommend it. um, But I do think you should know about it because culturally, um, people liked it and didn't notice the problematic nature at the time. So I wanted to
0: tell you how I knew about this movie, which you don't know. <laughs> In college, um, we had to take classes outside of our major, like two upper-level, 300 or 400-level classes outside of our major. Um, and this was one of my favorite classes I took outside of my major at Elon. It was an Italian-American experience class. <laughs> Why? And, oh, it's so cool. So we talked about like how Italians immigrated to the U.S. and what it was like to be an Italian-American, like, at the time of immigration and how, you know, Italians were the most, uh, of, like, everyone coming from Europe, they were the most looked down upon of all of the, like, races coming from Europe. So, like, the Irish, the English, like, everyone like that really looked down on the Italians. And we had to do a final project and... Two girls did their final project on Saturday Night Fever, analyzing it like from the Italian American experience lens. And the first thing they said was, first of all, this movie is awful. (laughs) And I just remember that. So when you said you were going to go see it, I was like, oh, I'm not going to say a thing.
1: Yeah, it was uh, pretty, pretty dang bad. I mean, I could see, I'm going to be nice. I could see how from an Italian-American experience perspective, this could have been framed as an interesting movie discussing how that worked. I can see that. Um, But how it came off to me was that um, Tony, which was John Travolta's character, was a bigot who caused all the destruction in his life and the lives around him, um, specifically the women. Um yeah. Yeah, I so, think if you're
0: gonna see a movie about the Italian American experience, let's not pick that one.
1: Uh <laughs> yes. I left very angry and uh the four of us jammed out to Beyonce on the way home to make us feel better. Um it was yep, yep. So that's why we're not doing disco today, because I couldn't feel very good about disco after I literally texted Claire and I was like, um, can we not? (laughs) Because I'm just going to be so angry. uh, (laughs) I
0: looked around and this is how I come up with our topics, uh, you know, or like a list of potential topics. And I just text them all to Michelle. I looked around and I was like, we could talk about and all these we might talk about in the future. We could talk about the royal family. I forget what else I said. We could talk about, you know, this is how I came up with honey and coffee before. (laughs) Um, You're just hungry. I, I I was in my fridge and I was using ketchup and I thought we could talk about condiments and Michelle really hung on to that. So we are talking
1: about condiments today. I said that looked like the simplest thing that I could feel the least amount of angry at right now. <laughs> um, so let's see how angry I get about condiments. Yeah, into <laughs> it. So starting this anger off, maybe with a debate, uh, <laughs> what do you think is a condiment? How do you personally define a condiment? And I actually wrote down my opinion before researching any of this just so I could get the pure unfiltered opinion. But what's your opinion on what a condiment is, Claire? So I'll tell you. Before I did my
0: research, I would think of condiments as very the American way. Like I think of a barbecue, hot dogs, hamburgers, and on the table is like ketchup, mustard, mayo. Like you know, I that's what I think of condiments. I also think of like growing up, the door of our fridge was always exploding with condiments all the time. I feel like that's a very uh, maybe universal American thing to put your condiments on the door of your fridge and just start collecting them almost. Um, So, but, you know, once broadening my perspective a little bit, I think condiments are anything used to add like an excessive amount of flavor to food. And uh, I, I really think that I wouldn't classify a spice as a condiment Um, I think that condiments are like anything used to add a lot of flavor to food, not something used to bring out the natural flavor of the food. Mm -hmm. So like not, you know, if I had uh, mushrooms last night at dinner and you put salt on your mushrooms to like bring out their natural flavor, I wouldn't call the salt a condiment, but we did put like this brown sauce on them to like kind of add to them. And I would call that a condiment. You'd call
1: the sauce on the mushrooms a condiment.
0: Well, it wasn't really sauce. It was more, I don't know, it's confusing. I know that there's a whole debate with condiments versus sauce as well, which we'll we'll get to. We'll get to. Uh,
1: (laughs) Because I think, I personally think a condiment is... A, a type of sauce that's meant to be added in small portions like and I use marinara versus ketchup to uh, examine this. And I'm, by the way, trying very hard this entire episode to say ketchup and not catch up. I have been made fun of um, a huge amount in my life for saying ketchup. Um, I think it's because my I, mom says it that way. I think it's cute. Um, but I'm trying really hard. Ketchup, right? That's correct. Yeah,
0: I think it's cute. Just say what you need to say. I won't judge you.
1: <laughs> so uh I, I use marinara and ketchup to um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna be fine to uh to uh kind of show this difference. So I would say marinara is not a condiment, because it's a key component in the dishes it's used in. But ketchup, which is made of similar ingredients, would never be a key component make which is what makes it a condiment. I think it's like there to Basically, add in. And I actually read an article by The Kitchen where they asked 11 chefs what a condiment is. And while their answers varied, I read all of them, but like mm, it's not important to list what each of them said. They disagreed on basically like specifics of what a condiment is. Like some of them disagreed on specific things, but essentially they agree with me saying that the thing that makes a condiment. Is that they are flavor enhancers and not necessary to the final dish?
0: Yes, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Perfect.
1: And I even put little like the little tilde's, the squiggly lines. I put flavor enhancers. <laughs> um, so I thought it'd be cool to do a little condiment versus sauces debate with you, Claire. All right? Because I think okay. there's some that kind of blur the line of being a condiment or sauce or something else. So let's start with mayonnaise or aioli, because they're basically the same thing, right? What do you think? Condiment or sauce? Condiment. Condiment. I agree with you. It definitely seems like mayonnaise would be a condiment. uh, But at the same time, a lot of aiolis are used as sauces.
0: Does it depend on how you use it? So, like, if you put a condiment on a sandwich, if you put mayonnaise on a sandwich, Mm -hmm. then it's a condiment. But if you use it to make, like, as a central ingredient, like, um, I made a version of buffalo chicken dip the other week that had a lot of mayonnaise in it. Then that was a central ingredient. So that was more like a sauce.
1: Yeah, but I still think you didn't have to dip it in there. So I do I do still think it's a it's a condiment. No, I I had to. I had to. It was like part of the recipe. But you could have eaten it without it. It enhanced the flavor, but it didn't
0: right? Not for the not for the dip that I made. That was like an ingredient. It mm. was like it has to have mayonnaise in it to balance out the Tabasco. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then I would think the balancing of the Tabasco and the mayonnaise is what this becomes the sauce together.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you have to put. It was used as an ingredient to make sauce, but Mm -hmm. in itself is a condiment.
1: Yes, and I think that is important. Condiment can be used in a sauce, right? And I think this. I think this brings us to our next point, actually, which is sriracha and hot sauce. Is that a condiment or is that a sauce? I think it's a condiment. I would agree because you don't douse something in sriracha unless you're crazy. Um, That's you don't need
0: sriracha like, but. It does enhance the flavor.
1: Exactly. So I think like both of those, the mayonnaise and the sriracha together can make a sauce or they can make a condiment like a chipotle mayo, for instance. Love a chipotle mayo. Um, Gosh. But I think in general, they're condiments on their own. Next up uh, is maple syrup, condiment or sauce? Condiment. Hmm. It's rough because I do douse my pancakes in maple syrup, but I could also live without maple syrup on my pancakes, right?
0: Yeah, I I think that it's still a condiment, though, because it's it's there to add something unless you're Buddy the Elf and you put syrup on everything. Then to him, that is a central part of his diet. So
1: I got to agree. I, I do think it's a condiment. Next up, uh, salt. And I say this one, I put this in here. I know it's not. It can never be a sauce. Salt can never be a sauce. But I put this on here because in my research, I saw that salt was being used as an example for a condiment. And I don't agree with that.
0: Me too. I'm with you on that. I think that salt is like it's in my spice cabinet. Like it it is used to enhance the flavor of something uh, natural flavor. Yes. I don't douse something in salt to make it taste like salt.
1: Mm -hmm. And I also think, well, you could say, well, it's a flavor enhancer, so it's a condiment. I don't agree that a condiment can just be like a solid formed seasoning. I think a condiment needs to be at least a little liquidy or pasty in some fashion, even if it has solid ingredients in it. You know what I mean? But what about relish? Well, that was next on my list. So I think relish is a condiment because... Relish, even though it's chunky, still is liquidy. Like, it's still mushy, right?
0: Yeah. It still goes along with my original take of, like, the all-American barbecue with the bar that has, like, the hot dogs and the hamburgers and the ketchup and the mustard and the mayo and the relish.
1: Yes. But salt is a dry ingredient. Like, I don't think... I... I I heavily disagree with everyone that was saying that salt is a condiment. No way.
0: I do too. And, you know, I think that over these world-renowned chefs, our opinions probably um, really hold a lot of weight.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Speaking of these well-renowned chefs, one of them said that ranch is the perfect condiment in terms of consistency. So do you think ranch is a condiment?
0: Yes. yes, sometimes people use it as salad dressing instead, Hmm. Um, but I, I have recently started using ranch more as a condiment rather than a salad dressing.
1: Right, like you would dip something like carrots in it, yeah, but then to right. go farther, do you think salad dressings in general are condiments or are they sauces?
0: I think they're neither, I think
1: they're salad dressings. You think a dressing is a type of sauce though? Or is it something yeah. in itself?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a, a condiment is a type of sauce and a dressing is also a type of sauce. Got it. Okay. Of some kind. Maybe. I could be wrong. I, I, my opinions
1: are new on this. I've been thinking about this. One of the chefs talked about dressings and said that it is not a condiment. They were very, very adamant that you need dressing on a salad. Therefore, it is a key component, not just a flavor enhancer. But I don't know. I just I can't shake it because you can eat a salad without dressing. You are using it to enhance the flavor of the salad. I've eaten salad without dressing. Yes, it's not as tasty. It doesn't not as enhanced. You could eat a fry without, you know, ketchup and it would is it not taste Is it a salad without
0: dressing though or is it just a bowl of lettuce?
1: No, it's a salad cuz you can put the tomatoes in, you put the I think it's just the a carrots. bowl of
0: vegetables without without dressing. I think it is a bowl of vegetables. You can't call it a salad unless you put some dressing on it. I
1: disagree. I disagree. I think you can have a salad without dressing. I think you can but have a salad But your dressing
0: could dressing. be anything. Your dressing could literally just be oil and vinegar. It could be like some lemon juice. I know some people dress their salads in like lemon juice and a little olive oil. But you think it needs that wet component to be, <laughs> to be a salad? Yeah, I really do. I think that like... Mm-hmm. I, I really think if you are just sitting there eating a bowl of spinach with carrots and tomatoes on it, you are eating spinach, carrots, and tomatoes mixed together.
1: But you look at that, you look at that bowl and you call it a salad. You don't call it a bowl of vegetables, even if it doesn't have dressing on I, it or olive oil.
0: I would actually just call you crazy if you were <gasps> eating salad with <laughs> a dressing
1: on it. <laughs> I have done this before. I have eaten a salad with no dressing. Um, Why? Because, you know, I didn't have anything to put on it or something. I don't know. But it. W- I called it a salad. It wasn't as tasty, obviously, but I think it still is a salad. A combination of vegetables in a bowl is a salad. It doesn't need dressing, in my opinion. In my That's opinion. Fine. So this is where we disagree on the dressing. But I That's do fine. see, if you were to put it this way, I don't think dressing is just a sauce. I think if it was to be considered not a condiment, it would be in its own category. But I still think dressing is a condiment personally. Woof, that got heated. Okay, next <laughs> up, wasabi.
0: Oh, I, I would not have called this a sauce prior to my research. But I would call this a sauce now. I mean, I mean, a condiment now.
1: Yeah, I think this is a condiment because you dip things in it, but it's not key. I, I agree with that. I think that one's pretty cut and dry. Um, the next two are a bit more intense, though. Um, hummus. Ooh.
0: I don't think it is a condiment or a sauce. It is a dip.
1: It is a dip. I agree with that. And then on the heels of that, though, peanut butter.
0: Ew, it's neither either. It, it, it it's 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 its own thing.
1: Mm, I think peanut butter can be a condiment. For what? For, let's see, for apples, for... That's a dip. For carrots? No, celery.
0: If we're calling hummus a dip, then we have to, in the same context, call peanut butter a dip.
1: But you dip french fries in ketchup. What's the difference between dipping a french fry and dipping... Like celery. Because
0: ketchup doesn't have to be dipped. It can also just be lathered on something as an accessory, mm-hmm. as an addition to something. So
1: you think peanut butter is a dip? It depends on how
0: you use it. It could be a dip. It could also be integral to what you're making. Like if you're making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, it, it's not a condiment, a condiment or a sauce. No, it's, it's integral to the sandwich. It's not a condiment. Yeah, right.
1: You're right. It is integral. It a PB and J would be integral. But if you are to put it, <laughs> let's say, let's say, I know, um, like Elvis, didn't he love a like a p? He loved like peanut butter and jelly on a burger, didn't he, or something like that? No, he no, loved peanut butter liked and jelly on a banana. a peanut butter bananas. and
0: banana sandwich. Yeah,
1: it's still integral. <laughs> it's
0: oh my still gosh.
1: integral. But if you were to put <laughs> peanut butter on a burger, which I know people do do, <laughs> um, I call you crazy. Crazy. Crazy, dang. Okay, okay. No, I think do whatever I think, you want. I think you've won me over, though. I do think peanut butter is a dip, um, and same with yeah. hummus. I think I, I think hummus is a dip for sure, for sure. But I think that's enough of debating. Uh, we need to move on to the some origins of these condiments because I think we need some facts in here with all this nonsense. Um, yes, please. So ketchup. Um, actually is a very interesting backstory. Let me set a world for you <laughs> um, with how ketchup came to be because it's actually wild. So the word ketchup itself came from the Chinese word katsiep, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, which was actually a pickled fish sauce, pickled fish sauce um, that might have been similar to a soy sauce. Um, but in the 17th century, you'll find that like with a lot of these things, actually, it's just a lot of um, white people stealing from the Far East. So here we go. Uh, basically, English and Dutch sailors visited the Far East and brought back homemade versions of this ketsiep. Um, And then it first came up in an English cookbook called The Complete Housewife, made in 1727. And this was listed as a recipe. It included anchovies, shallots, vinegar, white wine, cloves, ginger, mace, nutmeg, pepper, and lemon peel. Do you notice something missing? Tomatoes? No tomatoes. The original like version of ketchup had absolutely no tomatoes in it. So some people decided, oh, let's just add some tomatoes in and see what happens. And that's how the ketchup we know today became to be. And that like, became the main ingredient from there. But did you know that there's actually a version of ketchup come from the original version that instead of someone introducing um, tomatoes to it, they instead introduced mushrooms as the key ingredient. So there's a mushroom ketchup that has no tomatoes in it um, that came from the same like lineage basically the same like evolution line of
0: (laughs) i would love that oh my gosh i love mushrooms
1: yeah um i would love to try i looked it up to see if it was real yeah absolutely it's real mushroom ketchup and it has no tomatoes in it because it's just a totally different recipe so that's ketchup the next is mustard so i don't like mustard personally do you like mustard no me either no, I'm not. But apparently people freaking loved it. Um it's a contraction of the Latin phrase mustum ardens meaning burning wine. Can you hear mustard in those two words? Mustum ardens. Mustard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good. Thank you for that. And, and it was, like was a diction th- lesson. You're you're welcome.
1: <laughs> it was named that because the seeds are spicy and also because possibly the French used uh mustard seeds and mix them with grape juice so burning it was burning wine because of spicy seeds in the wine mm. um, however in the way 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 olden days mustard started out not as a condiment but as a prescription for scorpion stings by pythagoras and then I later didn't as know a that. you did
0: yes i knew mustard was like a medicine
1: yeah and then uh, Hippo, Hippo, hippocrates <laughs> used it as a cure for toothaches Wow! So if you ever have toothaches, to just ingest some mustard. I guess I don't know. I like I like honey mustard. So <laughs> oh, I do, I do like honey mustard, but any other, not good, not good. Next up is mayonnaise, invented in 1756. And before I even get started on this one, just let me back up for a second. This one is really disputed. A lot of people like to claim claim mayonnaise as their own invention, and by a lot of people, I mean the French and the Spanish. Have a lot of fights about this. Um, but basically, the main one that most people accept is that the French chef of Duke de Richelieu um, in 1756 invented mayonnaise when the Duke beat the British at Port Mahon. His chef was ordered to make a victory feast with a sauce that was made out of cream and eggs, but there was no cream in the kitchen. So instead, he substituted the olive oil and voila. It was named mayonnaise in honor of the Duke's victory at the Port Mahon.
0: That's cute. I like that.
1: Yeah. There's there's a few other ones that are disputed. Like, for instance, some people believe that mayonnaise was actually from the town of Bayonne in France and actually was originally called Bayonnaise because of that.
0: Be a very so, different food.
1: Who knows? Bayo. Bayo. Can I have some Bayo? Bayo. Or you could say, can I have some baoli?
0: Ooh. That kind of works. Nobody says
1: mayoli. I know, but baoli could work. All right. All right. <laughs> let's make it happen. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Next up is Worcestershire sauce, which I cannot pronounce. Can you pronounce it? Oh. Worcestershire? Worcestershire? Worcestershire I do not sauce? Ha-
0: I do not eat it, so it is of no consequence to me.
1: I've only had it once it. Uh, as an ingredient in beer. Like someone mixed it with beer at a bar I was at when I was younger in Salvador with my family. And I really liked it back then. Um, But now learning this story, I don't know if you will ever want to have it again. I didn't list out what's in it, but just the story itself is not appetizing. So Lord Sandys back in the day came back from England after being the governor of Bengal, India, because, you know, colonizers, um, when he came back, he was missing his favorite sauce from India when he was governing there. And he was like, oh, my gosh, British food has no flavor. And so he went to his local chemists, John Lee and William Perrins to recreate it. He told him exactly what was in the the beautiful Indian sauces he had there that made the dishes so good. And he tried it and it was disgusting. He tried the recreation. Disgusting. Uh, Perrins and Leah, Lee, Leah. Leah I don't know how to pronounce it. They thought that uh, it was super stinky. It was a super, super stinky sauce that they made. And so they were (laughs) all just like, we're going to bottle this up and throw it in the cellar. And so we don't have to smell it. Um, And they left it in that cellar for two years, uh, just stewing away. And one day when they were cleaning their cellar, they went back to check. And guess what? They found the Worcestershire sauce sitting there Um, after all that time, all these ingredients mixed together. They tried it again, which, by the way, I don't know why you would try this gross mixture that you put down there because it was so stinky before. And after two years of sitting there, I don't know why you would try that. These people were into some weird stuff. I would think that would like kill me, you know, but they tried it. And thank goodness they did because... They thought it was delicious, and they were like, we're going to sell this and make a lot of money, and they sure did. Worcestershire sauce actually was the first commercially bottled condiment to be brought to the U.S. Huh. So that's uh, good
0: to know. If I ever have a weird combination of food in the back of my fridge for like two years, I'll just
1: try it. Who knows? You could be (laughs) inventing the best new thing, or you could die. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> you could. You could. Don't do that, kids. Um. Anyways, that's all the origins I got for you.
0: Well, I am starving talking about all these foods. So I definitely need to go get a snack. But after recess and snack break, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about some of the top condiments all around the world. And we're going to have a little chat about some weird condiment combinations. See you after recess. Recess.
1: Hello and welcome
0: to Recess. We interrupt this broadcast of Galsplained Podcast to bring you a recess. (laughs) I've been wanting to do that. I don't know why. Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) Well, this week we asked you what are some weird things that you've forgotten in the past and also what are your tips to not forget?
0: And one that really stuck out to me, uh, someone said that she's a teacher and had finished eating lunch with her students outside and she started freaking out because she thought she lost her mask. She asked her students for help looking for it and it was on her face the whole time. We can all relate to that.
1: Mm -hmm. I've sometimes been holding like my phone in my hand and I'm like, oh no, where's my phone? And then I'm like, you're a dummy. You're holding it. <laughs> Happens all day in time. <laughs> um, we also had someone say that they lost their water bottle for weeks only to discover that it was in their fridge. Big mood. Big mood.
0: Big mood. I've heard I that... lose a lot in my car, too.
1: <laughs> yeah. I've heard it before that if you think you've lost something, it is always in a like a mile radius of where you think it is. Or something like that. Like, Hmm. it's never farther than that. Huh. Just look within that mind.
0: I also talked to my friend, uh, and she won't hate me for putting her on blast about this. She had a hairdresser's appointment on a Thursday, and she showed up on Wednesday, all ready for her appointment. And the hairdresser was like, no, no, no. (laughs) You come back tomorrow. Like. What? (laughs) Yeah, she just showed up to her appointment a day early. Forgot what day it was.
1: I've been there. I have been there. And what's
0: what some people said to uh, keep them from forgetting, keep them remembering? Uh, one person said they write a to do list and keep
1: important events in a planner or on their phone. Yeah, I I definitely think that having a planner has helped me in the past. But I think better things are if you, like, write it around your room sometimes. That's helpful.
0: I I think that's a big mood. I used to keep a little notepad on my bedside table uh, in high school. And because I would wake up in the middle of the night and need to, like, write something down that I thought that I had forgotten. Did I have anxiety? Yes. (laughs) But it was much faster because I used to, like, get up and, like you know go turn my light on and like find a piece of paper but just keeping it there gave me that peace of mind that at any point I could get up and write it down and I would always write my notes in the
1: dark and I couldn't read them in the morning (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) big mood big mood well that's about all we have for forgetfulness for today um but I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode as we end this lovely little recess bye everyone
0: We're back. It's time for us to talk about the world's condiments. So we talked a lot about the origin of condiments in the U.S. specifically, right? Yes. I want to talk about some best-selling condiments in the U.S. with specific name brands and then talk about top condiments around the world. So when you think ketchup, and we're not sponsored by any of these people, (laughs) when you think ketchup, who... Do you think of what brand? Heinz. Oh, yeah. They are the number one selling ketchup brand. They have made $278
1: million on ketchup. Wow. I'm surprised it's not more with how many people eat ketchup. But
0: they are the number three selling condiment in the U.S. Number two is... Tostitos? Salsa? I don't think that's a condiment at all.
1: Oh, see, we didn't even talk about salsa. (gasps) I would call it a dip, but
0: they have made $286 million. And I'm not really sure if this was from one year. No, it says total sales. All right. Our number one selling condiment is a brand of mayonnaise. Do you know what that brand is? Oh, God. What's it
1: called? It's probably in my fridge right now. It's called Hellman's. Hellman's, yes. 401 million dollars. Okay, so I just feel like ketchup is everywhere. So it surprises me that it's not at least second place because I feel like salsa, whereas like people love salsa, don't get me wrong, but like... I feel like people waste ketchup. Like I see ketchup packages everywhere and maybe well, that's and the that problem. Was,
0: that was Heinz ketchup specifically. So, I feel like it, I feel like if we talk about like ketchup in general, Heinz doesn't always have a monopoly on the ketchup. Like I have seen restaurants that have Heinz bottles on the table but they refill them with a knockoff ketchup, a cheaper mm-hmm. ketchup, the craft ketchup.
1: Uh, uh-huh.
0: Kraft cra- mayonnaise is on the list as well. Uh, which I think is really interesting. But just but- talking specifically, I agree with you. I think ketchup is the top condiment, probably followed by mayonnaise and then mustard to me in the US, right?
1: Yeah, but even with that Tostito salsa? Like there's so many salsa brands out there, and I feel like a lot of people like eating like more less Tostito salsa. So Maybe it's because salsa is more expensive monopoly. than ketchup. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. What do
0: you think is the top-selling mustard brand in the US? Oh, girl. That yellow mustard classic. Mhm. Wait, what's it called? It's called French's.
1: French's.
0: French's. I'm so bad at
1: brands. I would be so bad at that one game with Leslie Jones as the host.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but another Really popular ketchup brand that I have actually seen many times. Restaurants refill those glass Heinz bottles
1: with this ketchup is Hunt's ketchup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can see now because I do. I think like I see Hunt's and Heinz and I just think they're the same thing. So maybe that's why. Maybe that's why they aren't making enough money.
0: Also on this list is um, Duke's mayonnaise, which... I love, that's more love of a Southern it. thing, I think.
1: Way more into Dukes than Hellman's.
0: Yes. And what do you think, so Tabasco sauce is on here as well, but what do you think is the top rated hot sauce, like most sales of one hot sauce brand?
1: It's the one with the rooster on it.
0: Is that the Frank's Red Hot? Is it? Yeah. It's- Frank's Red Hot. I put that on everything, you know, that, that <laughs> commercial.
1: <laughs> no, it's not Frank's Red Hot. What's Hot sauce. Hold on. Hot sauce with rooster. Oh, I was thinking of sriracha.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, in the U.S., Frank's Red Hot reigns superior. But let's move into talking Mm. about condiments from around the world. So we've got everything from ketchup to wasabi on this list. I've got mayonnaise. We have not yet talked about soy sauce.
1: No, which is absolutely one of my favorite condiments.
0: And it's funny cuz it has sauce in the name, but it's a condiment.
1: But it could be used as an ingredient in sauces or as a sauce too, which I think True. is what makes it um so versatile. I love a soy sauce.
0: We also have gochujang, which is a uh, like savory spicy hot pepper paste. That oh. is used in many Korean dishes. It's made from chili, fermented soybeans, um, and sticky rice and salt. Apparently, it's mostly combined with other condiments, but I have heard of it a lot mm-hmm. as well, gochujang, fish sauce. Mhm. Which I think is interesting. Also on this list, I think it might be like more of a spread. Just like I think peanut butter can be a spread or a dip, but
1: Vegemite. Vegemite. I was actually thinking about Vegemite in terms of when I put peanut butter down, but I think I think that one could be a condiment. I don't know enough about it, but I know that the way that it should be used is in small quantities, and that makes me think it's sh- it's more of a condiment.
0: Yeah, um, and it is an Australian thing for people who do not know or have never heard of it.
1: But also talking about fish sauces, I love duck sauce specifically on, um, like, I get my my dish that I get from, like, Chinese food places. It's Chicken may Fun, and I love mm. to put some duck sauce on it, and I also love to put duck sauce, like, on my gyoza that – is what makes it kind I love of
0: duck sauce. I like it a lot better than sweet and sour sauce.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And the way you can use it as a sauce and as a condiment. It kind of goes both ways.
0: Yeah, I'm a crab rangoon girl and I like to mm. dip uh like to dip it in. I actually like crab rangoon so much that Jeff called me Claire Rangoon for a while.
1: Aww. Um anyways,
0: <laughs> also on this list tartar sauce.
1: Yeah, that's a condiment.
0: <laughs> um hoisin sauce. Yep. Right, which Though we I actually could,
1: I could say that's a little bit of a sauce more than a condiment.
0: Yeah. That's true, I would agree with you on that. Um, I think a big staple of becoming like an adult is having more than just ketchup and like mayo and one other condiment in your fridge. It's having these other things like soy sauce, like sriracha, like kind of more worldly things that you can add to dishes and really spice it up. So I highly recommend, even if you're in college and you're just making crappy ramen, buy some hoisin sauce, toss it in there, or you know have your own soy sauce hold out on adding that flavor packet in of the ramen and just kind of whip up your own yeah absolutely
1: better for Um, you
0: and the last one that i wanted to talk about from around the world is tahini
1: i love tahini
0: it is so good it's so good it should be more
1: mainstream. I actually
0: lied. I want to talk about one more. <laughs> um, it's harissa, which it's kind of a spice. I love harissa. We have a great place here in town that um, makes like a harissa salmon dish and chef's kiss. It's so good.
1: So harissa is pretty dry, though, isn't it? It's spice, more spice-like than it is paste-like, right?
0: yeah so i'm not sure a lot of things on this list went in both ways um oh last one i want to mention i promise i promise if you've ever been to ikea you've heard of lingonberry jam it is the jam that goes with swedish meatballs and it's in a lot apparently of scandinavian dishes from pancakes to beef stew to rice pudding Oh. Uh, so I would call it more of an ingredient, but apparently it is on this list of condiments. So
1: so lingonberry, is that an actual berry?
0: Yes, it is an actual berry. Uh, it is like a mountain kind of berry.
1: Oh, it looks like one of those berries you'd see in the forest that looks poisonous, like it's red. Yeah. Don't go out picking
0: berries from your backyard, kids, and be like, oh, it's a lingonberry. No, like... Don't eat those. Our parents told us not to.
1: Looks a little cranberry-like, I would say. Yeah. Okay. All but right.
0: I, I did want to end uh, kind of – I'm going to ask you a question, and it'll lead into a a chat specifically about ketchup. Okay. So what's your favorite condiment, Michelle?
1: I would say my favorite condiment is mayonnaise. Mm.
0: Um,
1: I know that's a rough sell, I have bad experiences with mayonnaise that I'd rather not talk about <laughs> in terms of eating, of there being too much mayonnaise on something. I think that is absolutely possible. And thinking about too much mayonnaise does make me want to gag a little bit. Um, but when an aioli just is so beautiful and delicious, I I love it. I, I dip my chicken, my french fries into aiolis all the time. Um, garlic aioli, chipotle mayo, All right, mayonnaise, all right. I so, love it.
0: So is aioli your favorite condiment then?
1: Well, I would think or that aioli mayo? is mayo, right? All right. All right. Isn't it the same thing? It's just aioli is a fancy word for mayo, correct? Well, ai- aioli is like a
0: mayo mixed with something else. So like mixed with garlic, mixed with chipotle seasoning.
1: Well, I see here that aioli and mayonnaise, I just said aioli versus mayo, and this is the first thing that popped up on Google. See why Google it when you could hear it from a friend. Um, (laughs) uh, They're both creamy emulsions. Aioli is made from garlic and olive oil, while mayo is made from egg yolks and canola oil. They look similar, but they have distinctly different flavors.
0: So you are an aioli
1: girl then? I... I guess I'm. I guess I'm an aioli girl. Could,
0: could you guess my favorite?
1: Um, I'm gonna guess you're a hot sauce girl. No, not at s- all. Oh uh, shoot!
0: Uh, ketchup. I can't. Oh yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty obvious. I love ketchup. <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, I actually had a shirt that said, "I put ketchup on my ketchup." because I loved ketchup so much, I didn't understand eating certain foods without ketchup. To me, potatoes meant ketchup. Like, potatoes of any kind meant ketchup.
1: Mashed potatoes, ketchup. Oh.
0: But, like, that's what it meant to me. Like, as a kid, all potatoes kind of tasted the same, so why not put ketchup with them if I have ketchup with my fries? I did use fries as a child as a means to get ketchup to my mouth. Mm Mm-hmm. More like a spoon, if you will. Um, And I even was known to, when I was much younger, all right, I haven't done this in like probably 15 years.
1: I'm dreading what you're about to say.
0: I used to, when we went to the Chinese buffet, ask for ketchup and dip my orange chicken in ketchup. Okay.
1: (laughs) Okay. That's disgusting. Let me just say my opinion on ketchup really quick. I think it's okay. I've never been a person who needs to dip anything in ketchup. I also think this needs to be known about me. I'm not a condiment person. (laughs) I feel like I need to let this out. How long? uh, Around 40 minutes into the episode. I'm not a condiment person. If I get a hot dog, I eat it plain. Granted, I don't like hot dogs, so I also wouldn't eat the hot dog in the first place. But if I have to eat a hot dog, it's plain. Um, If I'm eating chicken nuggets, I'm not dipping them in anything. Um, I know it's weird. I know it's crazy. But I'd rather just eat it plain.
0: So to me, condiments make certain foods that food. Like, there is no hot dog to me without ketchup. That's my opinion. There is no chicken nuggets without ketchup. Like, there is wow. no French fry without some kind of dipping sauce. If you're sitting there eating your French fries dry, something's happened to you. And it, See, I, I'm that person.
1: <laughs> Something, I guess, has happened to me. But
0: <laughs> I ended up on this Reddit thread of <laughs> what is the weirdest thing that you put ketchup on? And I wanted us to kind of wrap up today by talking through some of these things and whether or not we think this is, like, Acceptable. Obviously, you do you. If you think it tastes good, go for it. But mm-hmm. I think a really basic one is scrambled eggs. I've seen
1: this a lot and I'm okay with it.
0: Yeah, me too. I think it's great. Especially if your eggs don't have anything else in them, they are just eggs. Add some ketchup in. Um, I mean,
1: I wouldn't do it myself, but you do you. I I've seen it. I don't think it's gross.
0: What about mac and cheese? No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no.
0: I would not put ketchup on my mac and cheese, but if I'm at some kind of like buffet thing, barbecue, where I have ketchup on my plate and I have mac and cheese, I wouldn't be mad if the mac and cheese ran into the ketchup. I wouldn't necessarily dip it, I would not add it, <laughs> but like to me like that plate looks like a hot dog, maybe some fries, maybe some potato chips, a little ketchup on the plate, a little mac and cheese, like that's your all-American your all-American meal. I'm
1: just <laughs> mag- imagining you with this big plate of food and you're eating the mac and cheese after putting the ketchup accidentally a little close to the <laughs> mac and cheese and you kind of just like oh, I stumbled and your like hand falls <laughs> and you're, like, like your, your fork falls into the ketchup and all of a sudden you're like, I guess I have to eat it.
0: <laughs> well, eat well I would yeah. never put, I mean, I don't eat cheese, but I would never put ketchup on my mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people do. I think it's a very universal thing. Um, especially I think if you're not having like gourmet mac and cheese, you're, you're having like that, craft, craft, um, some people, a lot of people said potato
1: chips. Oh, that makes sense. That's, that's basically fries. Yeah. Yeah. It's a potato. What yeah. about mashed potatoes? Um, you, I know you're going to say yes, because you just admitted it. You just admitted it. But here's the thing. Mashed potatoes are not the same. It's not roasted. It's not hard when you're putting mushy with mushy. With mushy with sugar—it's—it's it's confusing. And here's the thing: that I also don't like sweet potatoes, so that might also inform this. Um, but I love gravy in mashed potatoes, and oh. when I think mashed potatoes, I think that savory, salty gravy, not sh- sugary ketchup. Mm-mm. I'm gonna say
0: again: I think it depends on how you prepare the mashed potatoes. If you're just like mashing potatoes, like and you haven't added anything like butter, garlic, anything to make it creamier, um, then I think it's fine to put ketchup on it. But if you're adding those things, I also agree with gravy. Uh, Now we're going to get into some of the more controversial ones.
1: I'm already like yelling about these ones. Oh, no. So
0: imagine you have like a plate at like a a Southern meal. So -hmm. you've got your fried chicken on your plate and some ketchup with the fried chicken to dip. You've got pinto beans, or like baked beans of any kind, and cornbread. Okay. A lot of people said that they mix their pinto beans with ketchup, or their cornbread, they even dip it in ketchup.
1: I'm not mad. I'm not mad. All right. I'm not mad. I don't love pinto beans in the first place, so it's not something that's hurt for me. But at the same time, I'd be willing to try that. Yeah, I I think I agree with you on that. It's like I said, like,
0: it's so nice to have a plate of food where all the food can kind of go together. Like if it hits each other, you don't have to separate it that much.
1: Well, here's the thing. I think that's where you and I are different because I'm the type of person who, like, even from a young age, I, like, needed to separate everything on my plate. I didn't want them touching. I didn't want them, like, uh, corrupting the other parts of the plate. I've gotten a little more chill now in life with it. But before, like I would get really anal about having my food touch. So that's a specific. Actually, I think we've had this conversation before in our lives where you were totally okay with food touching. And I was like, no, 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 no. I
0: just think that there's especially now that I'm a little bit more into cooking, there's like kind of a a beauty, I'll say, when you can take your fork And get a little bit of everything on your plate and it goes together. So like last night for dinner, um, we made turkey burgers, no bun because we're uh, doing Whole30, which is a whole other thing. But we made like turkey burgers. We made like this mushroom sauce and we had green beans. So like a bite that had a green bean, a mushroom, and a little bit of turkey in it, it was like, again, chef's kiss. So I think that there's like a beauty when you can add that or like if you're having a steak... And you can dip it in your mashed potatoes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. I do agree with that. And I think the older I've gotten, the more I've liked it. Like I love bowls now. You know, bowls are the thing like Chipotle bowls, uh, poke bowl, uh, this, that. Like I make bowls at home. You make a stir fry. It's all together. You know what I mean? So like I definitely am more into it nowadays, but mm, not all the time. Not all yeah. the time.
0: And I am going to shout out – some Some of them were really weird on here. Some people said, like, saltine crackers. Some people said that they dip any kind of chicken in it, like I used to. Orange chicken, buffalo wings. But I do want – to, or plain spaghetti. People put ketchup on spaghetti, which I am not going to which even justify that.
1: in theory, makes sense because it's just tomato on pasta, and that's – Well, and but ketchup it's not. is
0: actually an ingredient in a lot of – like, Americanized Italian dishes. So, like, a lot of ketchup is mixed in with sauce in lasagna to give it, like, a little bit of a sweeter taste. Mm-hmm. But here's two last weird ones that it might seem normal, but I want us to talk about. Pizza.
1: Like, instead or on top of?
0: Like, dipping it in.
1: No.
0: I say no as well. There's no. already so many tomatoes on pizza. There's Why? Too... You
1: just just eat the ketchup. Just eat it. Just eat a tomato. Why do you need that much tomato? I know. I mad. like to get a little
0: marinara on the side and dip my crust in that. <laughs> um, okay, and the last one. This came up so many times. White rice.
1: And just ketchup, just white rice and ketchup? People
0: mix ketchup in their white rice. I mean, I guess you can, but like, why? (laughs) That was my thoughts. Some people love it. And again, no shade if you really love this flavor combination. That's beauty. There's something for everyone. And if you find something you really like, like ketchup, (laughs) we have this sauce in our fridge called Everything Sauce. And it's like a garlic sauce. And I've been putting it on everything lately because it's so good. (laughs) Wait, I kind of want that.
1: Yeah. Stew in there for two years. You may you may
0: have something, Claire. It, it expires next month. So I'm I'm probably not. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that was a lovely condiment conversation. And while we could talk for hours about condiments, I
1: think it's time to
0: let everybody go and follow us on Galsplain follow us at Galsplain Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And also,
1: uh, let us know on those social medias, what is your craziest condiment combination you consume?
0: (laughs) Subscribe, rate, review, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.